Well, hi everyone. Welcome to our Wednesday night Bible study summary. We're looking at living a life that's connected to Christ. You know, when Jesus and his disciples had gathered in the upper room, it was for more than just a meal. It had become a time of intimate sharing and an instituting of a memorial supper. And though they were all close friends, there was an atmosphere of rivalry and pride going on. And it was a perfect time for Jesus to teach them humility and humble service. So we're in John chapter 13. John chapter 13. Jesus shares a last meal with his disciples before his arrest and his crucifixion. And he gave them, and I believe us, a, a great deal of truth about humility, faithfulness, power, love, victory. And we can experience these things when we look to Him and choose to live our lives connected to Him. So we're looking at a life of humble service. The point of our study tonight is that we reflect Christ when we serve others with humility. John chapter 13, I'll be reading verse, beginning in verse 3. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into His hands, and that the, He had come from God and was going to God, he rose from supper, laid aside his garments, took a towel, girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel which he had girded. Folks, God washed feet. He, Jesus wrapped himself with a towel, poured water, washed the feet. <laughs> That's incredible. Now we know Jesus knew the power he had, and his disciples also knew because they had seen him performing those miracles. He had uh, healed an official son. He had fed 5,000 with five loaves and two fish. He had walked on water. He raised Lazarus from the dead. That's what the power of God really looks like. Everything had been given into Jesus' hands. He knew it. And he demonstrated it, but he also demonstrated humility. Jesus created everything, and he had authority over everything. He was about to die for the sins of the world, conquer death, be resurrected, and return to heaven to rule forever. He knew all of this. And yet, with all that power, with all that authority, what did he choose to do at that moment? He washed feet. Jesus' example of service made a very powerful point. But it was all the more powerful for the fact that it was lowly and it was filthy work. The one with authority over everything in his hands knelt, scrubbed, and dried the disciples' feet. We can find no greater model of humble service and you know what? We're called to be just like Jesus. If Jesus can work that way, so can we. When we see how he served through his miracles, through his selfless acts like the one here in John 13, ultimately through his death on the cross, we should be changed by that. And we should be moved to be more like him. Through Jesus, we have the joy of humbly 
being servants. Verse 6 says, Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I am doing to you, you don't understand now, but you will know after this. And Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. You are clean, but not all of you. Peter had strongly protested. You know what? Peter hadn't volunteered to wash anybody's feet. Yet it made much more sense for him to be washing Jesus' feet. But in typical fashion, Peter stood his ground. You shall never wash my feet. And Jesus' response said, If I don't wash you, you have no part of me. So what was he really saying? You see, Jesus wanted Peter and the other disciples to understand that they need to be made completely pure by the cleansing he offers. And just as the water washes away the dirt from our bodies, Jesus seeks to wash away the filth from our sin, of our sins. This is not a reference to baptism. Baptism is only a symbol of a greater washing that Jesus provides. In fact, Paul told Titus, It's not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Jesus came so that through his perfect life, his sacrificial death, and his miraculous resurrection, the unclean could be made clean and fully take their place with him. Peter wanted Jesus in his life, so he said, Lord, not my feet only, my hands and my, and my head. Peter wanted the full bath. Well, isn't that the heart of every Christian? But Jesus corrected Peter. He said, Jesus said unto him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. You are clean, but not all of you. Anyone who is lined up with me, he said, identified with me, has been washed by me, has no need for a supplemental washing. Peter experienced the cleaning of salvation and didn't need to be washed again in the spiritual sense. Salvation is a one-time act of justification by faith. But the lifelong process of sanctification is washing from the stain of the sin we experience as we walk through the life every day. All the disciples needed was only that temporal cleaning. In verse 13 or verse 14, Jesus said, If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done unto you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who sent greater than he who sent him. Jesus, the master and Lord, was also the one with the towel. The leader humbled himself to serve. And he calls us to do the very same thing. Do as I have done. When the Creator speaks, folks, the created should obey. Amen? But Jesus wasn't just ordering others to do something merely because he said so. He was calling them to be like him. 
Do as I've done. His example should motivate us to be servants. Christ called, has called us to reflect Him by how we serve others with humility. He modeled this service for us beautifully and clearly, and He has promised to bless us as we obey. So how does serving others grow our faith and draw us closer to God? We reflect Christ when we serve others with humility. Amen? Well, that ends our summary for this evening. But you know what, folks? Sunday's coming. We're going to be having communion. We're looking forward to a great day in the Lord. We're looking at the whole armor of God. Trust to see you then. Folks, God is good all the time. See you in church.